Hey, what it do, what the business is. It is another week in the books. It's been a while since I was able to say that, man. You glad to be back? Absolutely, man. See on Deck TV podcast. Holler at your boy, Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. I am Spike Lou on those same social sites. Holler at your boy, boy. Hey, man, glad to be back in the saddle. Had to take a week or two off. No thank you to the powers that be trying to ban the snowmen. We ain't having that shit, though. Uh, we right back, man. Appreciate everybody sticking with us and that joined us for those lives. That was fun, bro. I was just about to ask you, how did you like the lives and doing that whole thing? It was cool. I thought it was fun, man. I, I know a lot of people. Shout out to the people that commented and said they loved it. Uh, they said they liked the podcast, too, though, because they can run back the jokes and shit. And that's a little harder to do on Instagram. Obviously, they, you know you know how that shit is. It's not that user-friendly. But we appreciate all the feedback and those people that checked in with us, though, for real. Absolutely, man. We'll try to keep that going, man. Give the people what they want every now and again on the IG Live. I enjoyed it, too. It was cool. It was cool to get the feedback real time, kind of like... Uh, somebody was telling me it's like when you had the callers when we had the callers on the show you know people got to call in and voice their opinions and stuff so i like that man that's very interactive hey that's super throwback on deck hey boy if you remember when we had callers you day one on deck tv radio show nigga <laughs> yeah niggas didn't even know what podcasting was that's in this game absolutely that's a fact Gotta all right man this once in a while pop our shit off man but unfortunately this is going to be a more somber episode uh we lost a hip-hop legend since we've been away man r.i.p to earl simmons uh stage name dmx uh so we're going to pay tribute to him uh as a legend should be paid tribute to on a hip-hop podcast this week man go over some of our favorite albums of his go over some of our favorite projects some of our favorite moments uh so we'll take the majority of the time doing that with the on deck tv podcast today but we will Give you some quick hits, man. We won't keep it all somber, I don't think. Now I'm looking at these quick hits. They may be a little somber as well. True. First, we're going to start with your man, Puff Daddy. Was it Daddy Love? Was that I don't one know what. I can't keep time? up, man. We're going to go Diddy. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Brother Love, Daddy Love, whatever the fuck his name was at one point. He found himself frustrated and pinning a letter to the corporations of America, telling them that black people, black media especially needs their just due and they need to get their just due like yesterday. Now that happened and Puff Daddy got a lot of backlash, a lot of memes with the Spider-Man's on there. Like this, you Puff, you the one talking about equality. My question to you, man, does Puff deserve the backlash that he received for simply asking for his fair share? Yeah, he does, because it, 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 what it does is it makes it look like he's out for himself because he is asking corporate America to spend more dollars with Black-owned media companies. And guess what Puff owns currently, because he's not making music, he's not really doing much of anything else. He's pumping his Black-owned media company. And we all know, and we'll get to this in a little bit, about former bad boy artists. And I just got through reading Mark Curry's book, Dancing with the Devil, another formal, former bad boy artist that's disgruntled and disgruntled because he wasn't getting paid. And you could argue there's a long list of bad boy artists who have hits on hits on hits, but weren't seeing checks on checks on checks. And so for Puff to call out companies how he's getting done, it sounds hypocritical uh, because of, he has a history of doing his artists like this who are 
for the majority black. And so uh, it's interesting. It still worked, so to speak, in his favor, because one of the companies he called out, GM, General Motors, they actually responded to this. And they actually said, and the CEO came out and said, man, he's right. We're going to double our spending with black-owned media groups this year because it was 1%. It's going to go to 2%. And then next year, the marketing budget will go to 4%. And then it will grow, hopefully, with a target of 8% by 2025, according to them. So it, it, it worked. He called out GM, and they kind of, you know, they had to succumb to it. So on that edge, it worked. It might get him some extra dollars in his pocket. Will that be spread out, you know, to his staff and to the people working for him? We don't know. Uh, this is not fair at all. I don't this, think that Puff's – this isn't apples and oranges, per se. Yeah, Puff Daddy has a, a sketchy history in dealing with artists in the music business uh, and, and just essentially going by the standard. He hasn't. He didn't try to change anything. They did me this way, so I'm going to do my artists this way in order to make money. He didn't do anything different in the sense of the music business. Now he's asking since – 15% of the, the, the revenue of these companies coming in is black people, then we want 15% of the advertising dollars. Spend 15% with black companies to talk to the black people that buy your products. Overall, there, there's nothing wrong with that. Like you don't shoot the messenger in this case, the trickle down effect from what he's asking for, from what you brought up. Yes, it should affect most black people, especially black people in the media space, this isn't just for Revolt TV. He was working closely with Byron Allen on this as far as another one of the voices that feels like we're being underrepresented in the media space. And this is true. It's unfortunate that people in the social media time are in a rush to point the finger and say, hey, yeah, but you did this as opposed to writing it out and reaping the benefits of what Puff Daddy is trying to do. I don't think that people are seeing the bigger picture of what he's asking for here. I think, and I may be wrong here, but yeah, if Revolt is getting more money from GM, one of the bigger companies in America, and Revolt employs black people, then more black people are going to be making money from the deals that Revolt is doing with GM. I may be wrong now. I'm not necessarily necessarily saying that I'm right, but that would be the logical thought process. So I don't see why Puff Daddy is getting so much backlash for this just because people don't like his music business. The, 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 the logical thought is that whoever owns Revolt is going to get more money. Now, whether that trickles down to the employees and the people that are, you know, on-screen personalities and whatnot, that's that's the 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 jury is still out on whether that will happen and puff has a track record of not <laughs> breaking down the bread which is why people are like man practice what you preach big dog like come on now like your, your music shit done dried up nobody's checking for dirty money no more nobody wants to hear nobody even knows who's on bad boy i don't even know if they got a deal a distribution deal or not bro like nobody's checking for bad boy so now you want to pivot over here and and act like you're getting done wrong i feel I, i'm not mad at the backlash because people did the same thing to kanye everybody always complains rich nigga problems ah, all that bullshit he's not i'm saying now these aren't rich nigga problems this is like People that are giving him backlash, you, the other people out there, y'all sound like, but what about black on black crime people? Yeah, Puff Daddy, he has a good idea. Yeah, other black people are going to make money off this. But what about what you did to these other people in the past? Who cares, dude? He's asking for his just do right now for a company karma. that he's working in right now. It's karma. 
but he got it though. That's what I'm saying. That's my whole point. <laughs> you wouldn't of be in this position he, if you paid Mace. No, he would be in this position. He wouldn't be. You're right. He wouldn't be here. He would be doing shit that he shouldn't have been doing in the music industry that would have made him not Puff Daddy. It would have made him some other scrub who didn't make it to building Revolt. He had to do what he had to do to get his TV deal. Now he's doing what he needs to do to continue to make money. And I don't think that's bad for black people. I don't think he received should receive backlash for that either. No, I don't think I don't he's think a that's businessman. Like no, if this, I promise you, if this was Jay Z, y'all niggas would be oh, Jay Z's right. Jay Z came again. He's the activist that we all signed up for. If this was anybody else other than, well, I won't say anybody other than Puff Daddy, but put the put the shoe on Jay Z's for you niggas would love this. That's because there would be no Spider Man meme because he's not on. People don't really come out and say Jay jerked him on money though. Okay, that that's my point though. We can't get past Puff's past. Yeah, he may have jerk Mace or he jerk did. Loon or jerk Black Rock. All of them. All my of them. point is, who cares if I'm talking to GM though? Like, who cares no, 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 about no, that? No, because the letter is this: y'all are doing black people right. He's making it like he's doing a service for all. Right. We really. It's like, eh, you're really just talking about yourself, slick. No, I can, no, I'm speaking of Puff here. Like, he's saying, I can hold my nuts. I know when I have a bad deal. I'm not going to just go through with it because I need money, Mace, Loom, Black Rob, and then get mad on the back end after I've made you successful. He's saying, no, give me what, I, what I'm do right now. I built Revolt up from this. I brought black people here. Black people deserve this. Give it to me now, and I'm in a position to ask for it. I'm not mad at that. If you're a business like GM mm -hmm. and 15% of your revenue is coming in from a segment of people where you only spend 1% on marketing dollars, would you allocate more marketing dollars to that? Uh, yes, in 2021. Absolutely. Taking because the racial aspect out of it. You can't take the racial aspect out of it. In the place that we are in America right now, if you GM and that stat is out there, if the, you worried if that gets anywhere and you just was like, fuck it, now you got to deal with all of this media backlash. Absolutely. I, I would uh, definitely take change to that. More people are coming at Puff than they are GM. That, now, that's one because thing GM I don't like. what they need to do, though. Yeah, like but now that's they true. Made, they, they made the change. Yeah, they Puff did. Puff can't they, they go back in history now. and pay. Yeah, he can't. I, he can, but I, I'm not going back in history and paying Mace for what he think he deserves. Nigga, fuck you. He needs to acknowledge that shit though. If Puff if Puff would have came out, what? if Puff would have came out and acknowledged his wrongdoings with deals before, and he was like, "Man, I'm I'm gonna I'm make sure people get their masters and stuff like that," like Kanye did on Twitter, he could even just say it. He, he didn't actually do it. He did it with the locks. Like I can't be I can't be mad at like they got their masters. I can't do that. They got the deal uh, absorbed. They just got let out of their deal. That was it. Whatever that they needed, they ain't got no problem with Puff Daddy now. Like, they speak very highly of him. I, I can't help that Mace ain't got good representation, and they do. This it sounds like a Mace problem. Possibly. Speaking of bad boy, though, man, one more. Puff was in the news uh, more this week than, than probably the last three years. But former bad boy artist Black Rob, uh, he, he is hospitalized. A video kind of went viral across the Internet. Uh, he was giving a tribute to DMX and a big shout out to DMX. But fans noticed, hey, Black Rob, you're in a hospital and you're not looking too good yourself. A lot of people were asking Puff to step in is it fair or foul for people to ask puff to step in <laughs> i'm gonna sound like i'm auditioning for revolt in these oh, clips shit. once you make them up hell no it's not fair 
Like, you can't tell me on one end that I'm owe niggas money and I did niggas wrong and then expect me to be the savior on the back end 15 years later when this nigga ain't got anything to do with or is associated with me. I put you in a position to provide for your family. I'm speaking as pup. If I put you in a position to provide for your family and be well off in life, 15, 20 years later, if we're not friends, you're just in a, you, you worked for me. You weren't employed. Like Walgreens, Walmart, McDonald's, once you start there and work there as a kid, nigga, they ain't coming to pay your doctor bills 15, 20 years later after you've moved on in life just because you have maybe sharpened your skill and feel like you deserve more. Like it doesn't happen. Puff Daddy is held to this standard of, um, I won't even say standard, but this unrealistic expectation as to he's supposed to be the savior. And when people look at you like this, you have to operate in the way that you do business wise to make sure that you got enough money to take care of people. I'm not saying that he shouldn't do anything and he doesn't have any responsibility here, but for someone to look at that picture and say, Hey, Puff, what are you doing about this? I would feel highly offended if I was Puff Dad. I'm not that man, Dad. I ain't got anything to do with what he got going on right now. The reason why people look at Puff this way when it comes to his artists is because it was marketed and promoted as not just being artists. The, the name of Puff's album is under Puff Daddy and the Family, both of them. And so when people hear you say That's shit nice. like that and you saying you dancing in the videos, you calling everybody your brother, this is my bro, oh my God, I'm so, I'm so sad, Big is gone, Black Rob, that's my brother, these are all my family, I treat these guys like family. When you stand on that ledge... When shit like this happens, nigga, you need to pull up like family, dude, dog. So don't try to pull the whole, oh, you're just my employee. Oh, W-2 bullshit. That doesn't yes. apply to this, dude. He needs to do, now, to be fair, I don't know if Puff knew that Black Rob was in this condition. So let, like, let's not everybody assume that Puff knew this. This may be new information to him, just like it is to us. And to be, and he looked bad. Like, with all due respect to Black Rob, he looked bad in that clip. Like, I'm like, yo, this is not a good look. Like, this plays more to what uh, Swiss, and I think somebody else said this, like hip-hop having some type of pension or hip-hop having some type of retirement plan or something, so you ain't got OGs out here looking, like, just down bad like how they are. Because Black Rob look, uh, it wasn't a good look. You know what I'm saying? So I understand people's immediate thought are going to be like, yo, Puff, this your man. I thought this was your man's. It's your man, ain't it? Then look yeah. out for your man. That's all they're saying. Nobody believes that marketing shit. You didn't even believe it. I can't even believe that you brought that Puff Daddy and the family shit up. That's what, it, that's what he he chose to call it that. That's not. But this, in the same reason, a nigga can't tell me that they believe the Puff Daddy and the family stuff, but at the same time, they don't believe that he's paying people. Like it, it, it's a double edged sword as to where Puff Daddy. How do I keep up with this? How, how do I know that Black Rob, like you said, he may not have known, and if he did, I won't know what he did. But if I'm Puff Daddy, like what's my obligation other than thoughts and prayers? Like, if you guys feel like y'all and his family, y'all start to go fund me for him. Like, I, I, I'm not the nigga, like, why? I have family, too. I got, like, fucking bills and all of these things, too. I'm sure Puff Daddy is saying, so what falls, like, how is my obligation still Black Rob 20 years later, regardless of the family? Not like, this could be a family member. Like, there's only a certain amount of responsibility that you have over people's lives like you can't step in and be uh, like fucking superman i don't he, i don't agree with that. He, he may have fell on hard times man that's all it happens man it if, happens if, if black rob if black rob fall on hard times and can't get in touch with puff daddy for help i don't think that's puff daddy's fault mm. 
I, I don't. I just don't see. I mean, he, he if if you go back and even look at old articles, Black Rob called. He's called Puff out several times. Several okay. times they, they left me for dead. They did the X Y Z, and you heard you. It, it'd be one thing if it was just one person, mm-hmm. but where there's smoke, and in this instance, there's a shitload of smoke. There's there's hell of fire, bro. That's the problem. If it was just one person, that's one thing. So is this bro, different? Is this because it's Puff Daddy and he's black? Because, it's because like, he this was is the music them. business. Like this happens to everyone. Pub and and the only thing that I'm saying, I don't not understand what you're saying and painting him as wrong in these scenarios. I get that, but that's the standing the standard operating procedure in the business that he's in. Like he didn't do anything different than Def Jam or Island Music Group or Priority. Like he didn't do anything different from anyone else in the music business. Why is he receiving the backlash for not helping someone and going the extra mile? Because he, it, it's the way that he makes it like a brand. These people that you're talking about at Island, Def Jam, and Priority, you don't even know their names. Why? Because they play the cut and they stay low. And they stay low because they know they raping niggas, bro. And the second they stick their neck out, they get called culture vultures. That's what Dame was calling niggas out for. I don't think that makes it right, though. Like, just because if I'm hiding, if I'm hiding and people don't know my name and I'm still raping you, that don't make it better for you. That don't but make it no, better. You can't put a name like, to like, it, though. Huh? That's, that's why you can't put a name to it because you don't know a name or a face. That's why they're able to do that. If there was a name and a face, people would do the same thing. You think? I, mean, I do, they're, but they're not. Def Jam, like Leor Cohen and, and people. He gets called you know, out all the time, bro. People call Leo Cohen out all the time. My point is, artists <laughs> that have worked with him have been in similar situations that Loon has been in, and I didn't see anyone saying, well, where's Leor? Why he ain't doing anything? Where's Rick Rubin? Why he ain't doing anything? Even with Russell Simmons. Like, people have been down bad that have worked under all of these people. They don't get the same backlash. They don't. So they, why they, is Puff getting the backlash? Because the rumors are heavy with them, bro. Who who has came out and said Russell? I'm not buying it. Uh, I was about to say who came out and said Russell raped me, but that's. <laughs> but <Whoa. team. laughs> There's a whole list of people that said that. <laughs> for for the check, man. And nobody. I haven't heard anybody come. LL hasn't said, man. Rick Rubin didn't pay me. Nobody has said that, dude. People have right. said for decades, Puff raped me for my paper they've been saying it for 20 years this is not new information i'm not disputing that what i'm saying is puff didn't do anything differently from what they did you hit on something when you say yeah he's the face of the brand and he's out here and he's puff daddy and dancing in videos that may have a lot to do with it but his contracts weren't any different from contracts that people were signing on def jam or any other record label and there were other people behind those record labels just as responsible as Puff Daddy for those contracts. So why aren't they getting the same backlash would be my question to everybody who giving Puff a hard time about either one of these topics. And I fuck with Puff, too. Like, I, listen, I got a lot of respect for Puff, but the, some of the business practices are questionable. That's all. And, and, and right now, you're what about black on black criming the hell out of me bringing up other motherfuckers not named Puff? 
<laughs> no, talking no, about I ain't talking Puff about black people. Daddy. I'm talking about everybody. Why? Why are we singling out Puff Daddy? Like nigga, the best, all the best executives in the game have made bad deals. As it's it's the music business. That's a part of it, dude. Get, being in a bad deal to start out and get your craft heard to get people to listen to your art is unfortunately part of it. People are trying to do stuff to change it with SoundCloud and having different independent ways to get your music streamed. But up until this point in time. Everybody gets jerked, dude. That's just the game. Real quick, too. I talked to somebody. Uh, you're mentioning the distribution part. I mm-hmm. talked to somebody that knew, that knows some of Jay-Z's businesses stuff, and they said that going back, I know we talked about him selling off title, the majority of title. Mm-hmm. They said that was a questionable move because he was the only Black-owned distribution uh, company when it came to entertainment. And so now he's not anymore. And now we're back to zero. And he held a lot of leverage with that. And now like that's kind of gone. That was really the biggest um, headline that nobody really talked about with that sale. So I thought that was interesting. Cause there's no, there's no universal uh, fuck. If you want to go music or movies with fucking new line cinema and none of those, which are all distribution, they not black owned and Jay only title was the only one. So I thought that was interesting as fuck to me because I never thought of it from that perspective. I don't look at that as a distribution platform, but it actually is. Mm. I mean, and that's how he built it, right? So I, I agree with that person who yep. brought it up because, I mean, that was the big billing and we kind of alluded to it a little bit, maybe not directly into that, but we alluded to the idea when we were talking about the rollout for it. Now, you told people this was for them, by them, the whole FUBU thing, the whole quote that I went on when we talked about this. So yeah, that, that's a good point. Like sure. that, that, that was part of my beef with the Super Bowl halftime show and well I ain't really had no beef with him selling it this is business but the black distribution part of it was a a thought that's a good thought as well for sure man we spoke on Def Jam obviously one of the biggest artists ever on Def Jam in their history is Dark Man X better known as DMX passed away um so allegedly I, I, I still haven't heard too much about this but he had an overdose. I don't know what he overdosed on. You can correct me if like that has came out. And then he suffered a heart attack as a result, you know, brought on from the overdose. He had been put on life support. Um, they ended up taking him off life support. Oregon started failing. And then, we, you know, eventually he succumbed to that, passed away at 50 years old. Um, your reaction when you heard that, that, when you first heard the news, because we at first it was DMX is hospitalized, and it's not looking good. You, you you don't really know what that means. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't, what, what, what is your reaction just from the entire situation, period? First and foremost, again, condolences to his family, his friends, all fans of DMX. When I heard this in DMX throughout his whole career, it's always been all the way left wild. He's been the dude who is unpredictable. So me not being the biggest New York hip hop fan, I was always a fan of DMX and how he presented himself. Cause I just couldn't, it wasn't no wild characters like that in Southern hip hop at first or when he came out. That thought process also, though it was unique and it was mesmerizing, it was, it was polarizing. It also made me individually think that he won't be long for this as we know it speaking of like being here 
being one of the old heads where you're going to get tributes and, and, and he's going to come perform when he's 50, 60 years old. None, I jokingly made fun when you went to the concert of it, uh, of him forgetting the words and stuff. And it's hard to watch because he's one of the legends of hip hop. But it, for me, it was always expected. So going into like going to jail the last time before this, going into the hospital, I'm not trying to shit on it at all. I'm just giving you like the perspective that I have of coming up in an area and listening to hip hop and, and really getting the, the full fledged from DMX when he started until now his unfortunate passing. I always feel like it would be early. I always felt like that it would happen before we felt like as fans, it was supposed to happen. Now I was actually surprised that 50 years old was the number that he made it to. If I'm yeah, we, completely honest about it. No, we, we have, we have an episode in our archive with the um, biggest overachievers in hip hop. You have to, and it's been a long time since I listened to that episode. I can't remember if we had DMX on there, but you have to put him in that category. All things considered, there are stories of DMX when he signed his first deal. He was still robbing niggas. He was he he missed shows because he was in the crack house in DC. Like yeah, like bro, like dude. You said who? His his best friend was a dog. His bro. Right. Just how he came up, and we both read the book, which is amazing. Y'all need to check that out, the Earl joint. But that when you read that, this person was not supposed to have five number one records in a row. It wasn't supposed to happen for this person right here. They weren't supposed to be in movies and film. And this this person wasn't supposed to make it past twenty one. If we keep it in a stack, if you read the come up. So for him to make it 250 and to give, to touch that many people, because when DMX first came out, he was a really, really big deal, bro. <laughs> like, I know it's, it's crazy. You see him now. You see the Breakfast Club interview from a couple years ago. He's standing up. He can't really sit still. You kind of, you may be young looking like, uh, this what y'all talking about? <laughs> like, but when he first came out, the, like, the nigga was a huge deal. So I, I say that to say, when I was reading, I knew the very first day that the story broke that he wasn't going to make it out, unfortunately. Because it's a ear when you get on life support, dude, bro, it takes a miracle, a miracle to make it off of there. And not to say miracles don't happen, they do. But man, like it, 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 to say it's not looking good is an understatement. And then when they, cause, because what happens is when you, when you get medicine to treat one thing, Yet medicine is usually very powerful and it affects another part of your body negatively. And you're not strong enough at the time because he already, I don't know how healthy DMX was, but eh, he had a lot of drug use during his life. So I don't know what his immune system and all that extra shit was hitting on. But usually what happens, your, your organs start to break down one by one. A lot of times due to the meds that may be saving another part of your body. So w once I seen that, I was like, damn, bro, it's, it, it it might be a rap, bro, and you, and you hate to see that. But, um, you know, I, obviously, I was a huge fan of DMX. I've seen him probably more than anybody, bro. I've seen him three times. You know what I'm saying? So I saw him back when he was DMX X at the Hard Knock Life Tour in the Ville when Jay had the Eddie George jersey on. I seen him there. I seen him at the Rough Riders reunion tour in New York when he was completely washed, completely washed. And, I mean, people were walking out on his set that's how washed he was and i saw him again for the 20 year it's dark as hell as hot reunion tour down in atlanta when he looked much better he had the energy his voice was back 
he was back. I was, I was like proud as if I knew the nigga. Like I was, it's, it's good to see a redemption story. And you root for people like X, bro. So uh, it, it, this was a tragic, you know what I mean? But I, I like to see how people were, were showing up for him on social media and showing a lot of his old videos, some of his funny moments. You saw the video with Woodstock where he literally was in front of the entire world <laughs> like, performing. Like that, that image is nuts. But I, did you saw, you saw a lot of people like Game too, though. Like, did, did you see what Game said? I didn't know. The game came out and said, you know, oh, so so this is what it takes for people to get their flowers now. They got to die. And I was like, bro, and they were wearing him out. In Wait, the what? He said, what? Also, you know, it, it, somebody got to die to get their flowers. And, man, make sure y'all give me mine while I'm here. I don't want all this love after I die. I was like, bro. Like, first of all. What is, what is, I don't even understand what that means. There's always one person that's quick to pull that, oh, this is what it takes to get a love card. But, like, bro, it, this doesn't apply to DMX in my opinion. I was just about to say, let me tell you one thing that I've never heard anyone say. I don't fuck with DMX. That's a fact. I've, I've never. Like, niggas might not like his music. Niggas right, right, might, right. Like, may not, whatever. But I never heard him about, I don't fuck with dude, man. I just don't like his personality. Like, I never heard anyone not give him his flowers. But this is just game's way of doing game type things and getting, like, he always try to insert himself in the headlines to stay relevant. He trying to make up for that lawsuit. Shout out to J.C. on Taylor, man. Uh, but that, but that, but 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 like, here's here's why people wore him out for that. In this past year alone, just just this past year, mm-hmm. DMX had a nine hour interview on Drink Champs. <laughs> he had a versus battle where flowers were giving abundantly. The entire three hour versus battle with Snoop Dogg, nigga. He uh, the Rough Rider Chronicles came out. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this was the wrong year to say that somebody didn't give somebody flowers, bro. Niggas been showing DMX love all year, more than the past 10, 15, when he was in and out of jail and kind of trying to get his feet where they need to be. So, like, bro, like, st- I don't, I don't want to hear that shit, bro. That's a cop. It, se- it sounds like you ain't been paying attention, honestly. Well, he hasn't, though. Yeah. Like, game is the definite nigga that doesn't pay attention. Like, my, my attention span has expired for game. <laughs> there's nothing i had a great album that came out the last time that he was rapping and other than him rapping like i promise you there's nothing the game got to say that i want to hear yep. promise you that's very he talk about old g unit shit uh with g unit being mentioned and that being said in my lifetime of consuming hip-hop excluding like extraordinary people like drake and tupac dmx 50 cent jeezy and nelly are the four biggest impactful artists that I've ever seen. Like, those were the Nelly, of course, did what Nelly did. It was on more the pop level. DMX, Jeezy, and 50 all kind of brought a different type of street element to the game. Like, streets, of course, always existed in hip-hop and rap. But when I was trying to think of a comparison of who DMX reminded me of and what it was like, it was like, 50 it was like jeezy it was like drill music it was like chief keith but for like the the, the rough riders in the videos on the bikes the bulldogs it wasn't necessarily the guns that we seen right. in the key videos but that was our era's version of that that's where we seen those things happen when you was like damn i bet them rough rider niggas boy they roll up i bet it's a wrap 
<laughs> like niggas say about the 300 and the old block niggas now. So if kids are looking for a a a, a vantage point to see, okay, what why y'all like what you said, the reference club interviews and this old nigga seem like he wild. And if you want it put in perspective, think about like what you see when you see a a little dirk out on old block with all his niggas or King Vaughn or Chief Keith. Like that's or even the Brooklyn niggas. Uh, I can't think of their names right now. What's their name? You talking about that drill, like Fabio and them? Yeah, Fabio. Like that that whole like that, that look that yeah. came from DMX and Rough Riders. That's what that's where that started at in hip hop. That's like before that, it, it wasn't as cool to see that like grimy. These niggas will fucking kill you <laughs> on the screen and in the videos. Like it wasn't there. Like as rough as cash money was, as rough as no limit was, them niggas was like flashy. Like we were southern people. Like we happy to show y'all we got Versace and we got money and these diamonds on. DMX was the first nigga like, nah, nigga, I got my dog. I got these jeans, nigga, this, this chain, not no fucking other chain either. I got a, a real chain, chain link fence. And this is what I come, I'm coming to the video with, bro. And that's what started that like drill, hard nose video in my opinion. And, and yeah, and and don't you, you're not. I don't want nobody to get a twister. You're not saying the sound, not the sound. No, the right. sound is not comparable at all. DMX is not it's like I know they try to say drill people can't rap or whatnot. DMX was bodying niggas in battles and shit before he popped off. But I'm just talking about the look and the feel of what Rough Riders was and who DMX was. If you're looking for some type of like reference points, that's what it felt like. That's what it was for our generation. Like when we seen that, we was like, oh shit. Yeah. And like you said, it, it came when an era, speaking of Puff, that's when Puff, it was shiny suits. It was dancing in a video with samples and fun music. And it, DMX came out, man. It was nothing like dude. I'm talking about nothing yeah, like niggas dude. Niggas wasn't growling on no tracks. And, Bro, like, the, the, that, that where my dogs at, they in the tunnel. Nigga, it's like, nigga, it's probably razor buck fifties in the tunnel and blades and shit. Nigga, it's all kind of crazy shit going on in the tunnel, nigga. And like that shit. I'm first of all, I've never seen him without a pair of Tim's on. That's number one. Like I've never seen him with sneakers on, bro. Like it's Tim's overalls. Like he just like he ready to put in work, nigga, at any moment's notice, dude. Like period. And like to see him evolve from that to actor. I thought that was the best. I didn't see that coming, though. Like, number one, the nigga was notoriously late for everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you're like, they, he was always, they always made it kind of seem like he was tough to, to rile in a little bit. He was a little bit of a wild card. So when you see him doing movies and, and pivoting, you're like, damn. Like, he, it was, he reminded a lot of people of Pac. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of how, like, because his shit was more like poetry. Like, if you listen to DMX or you see him on Deaf Poetry Jam and shit, like, that's poetry that he talking about right there. Like, and that was what Pac was on, too. Where the ladies fuck with him, street niggas fuck with him, cornballs fuck with him. Like, like, everybody fuck with DMX. Very similar to how, like, the effect that Pac had. And it, it was, it was I, I was a huge fan, dude. I was a huge DMX fan. I, I thought DMX was shit when he first came out. And again, it was the anti-puff shit. They were coming from the same area in terms of New York, East Coast. But it was just a completely different sound. It was super raw. He got his dog tattooed on his back. It's like, bro, what the fuck? Like, you know what <laughs> The nigga growling on shit. You're like, dude, what the fuck wrong with dude? But, like, it was hard, though. You're like, 
Thanks. It's hard, and he's spitting though. Like, and it just, it, it's fucked up that he he went out like this. You hate to see that, especially leaving seventeen kids behind allegedly. Seventeen. Uh, yeah. God damn. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of kids, man. Shit. I ain't gonna hold you. Pull out oh. game trash. Imagine a nigga like DMX pulling out. Pause. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that, like, yeah. No, it can't happen. Yeah, definitely not happening. It's not. People will listen to my last my last soliloquy and they'll say, "Well, what about Mob Deep and what about Wu Tang?" Yeah, yeah. Those people to me, and and like I say, the the perspective that we give is from the South. The South got something to say. Yeah, those people to me look New York tough. Like that that didn't really translate. I just didn't know what they was talking about. Like I like I get y'all niggas just look dirty. Yeah, yeah. My niggas don't necessarily look tough to me. I'm talking about Mob Deep and Wu Tang, but when DMX came, <laughs> that nigga looked tough. I was like, ah, okay, that's the nigga that you don't want to run into. Like I didn't, and so the grime and the the grit of New York, yeah, it was there with Mob Deep and it was there with Wu Tang. I thought about that as I, after I said that, but it didn't translate down here to me at least like DMX did. And it had to do with what you said of how good of an MC was his delivery, his bars, it being poetry. Cause you listen to this shit. I personally get lost in a mob deep album or a Wu Tang album. Cause it's too much New York slang for me. I ain't, I'm not, I don't know what they talking about. Yeah. DMX, I, I, you don't got that problem. He's very clear on his bars and what he's talking about and, and the message that he's relaying. All of that shit's very clear in all of his projects. So that was the difference in a Wu-Tang's look or a Mob Deep's look and a DMX for me. I agree. Remember, remember when he came out, he dropped two albums in one year. Remember how unprecedented that was, dude? Like, that was a huge deal. He was like a mutant. Nigga, within nine months, two albums. Like I was like, he was like a mutant, nigga. <laughs> two big boy albums, too, yeah, though. Like man. number one albums. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you buy those when those came out? Uh, hey, of course. I was late on DMX. The first DMX project that I bought was the uh, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Yeah, that's the second one. Yeah. That shit was riding, though. Yeah, so that night was tough. I remember going to Best Buy. And picking that up by black, not best buy. But I remember going to Best Buy and picking that up. Uh he, he looking at seven studio albums, 23 million albums in the United States sold. That first album did 4.8. The second one did 3.5. The third one did 4.9. So out the gate, like them big dog numbers back in, dog. Like I, I <laughs> like that's when you had to go out and physically go cop something. And you probably had to cop something more than once because it probably broke. Or, you know what I'm saying, you lost it. Like, that shit is crazy. So, and that goes to the point of what I was saying earlier. This nigga sold 23 million records. And they tell me that you only need one record, one platinum record to live off of for the rest of your life. Yeah. And here we hear DMX out here struggling, not being able to get this done, houses being foreclosed on. Yeah. But he's had a lifetime, a lifetime worth of music uh, living off of 23 times, like 23. What'd you say? Number one albums or 23 platinum hits? Yeah, yeah, tw 23 million. He had five number ones and a number yeah, like, two. They say if you if you sell a million records one time, you should be able to live off that for the rest of your life. If of course, you know not when you have 20 kids. It, exactly. Right. 
but but still, you sell 23 million records, you should have been straight. So where's the nigga that was jerking DMX? That was DN Wop. Let him tell it. Rough Rider, Rough Rider Chronicle, he wanted in on, on Rough Riders and they wouldn't get to him. But so, so, yeah. so but, hey. I, I, DNY ain't got DMX money. I promise you that go. Somebody made a whole lot of money off DMX is my point. I don't, I, I'm not sure that who who it was or like why that person ain't getting the backlash the Puff is getting. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Why we ain't mad at him? Because DMX was struggling. He sold 23 million records. Am, am I overrating his movies? Yes. You ain't even got to say What? You are. You made solid movies. You, you got the worst movie. You, you're starting to develop the worst movie taste of any person that I know. Though. What? You, you like you, Romeo you. Must Die? Romeo Must Die was straight. Cradle to the Grave, Exit Wound. They all, first of all, they're all the same movie. Yeah, they all were the same movie. That's so the same one movie. of them was straight, then all of them were decent. But yeah, I, I mean, like you said, you seen one, you seen all of them. Belly? Even that's overrated. I'll go ahead. We we all we we all need to have a real conversation within the community. It, it's okay. It came out '98. We've we've got a lot of years that have passed. Hype Williams is my guy. He's everybody's guy. We can admit that the movie Belly is over fucking rated, dude. Like it's Belly's okay. Overrated. Belly's overrated. I'm not like I, I'm not. Thank you. Down, I'm not sitting down and watching Belly. It's not. But I have that good, very bro. high mu- movie taste though. Like it got to be really good for me to lock into it. The opening scene made it. Belly, opening scene is great, and it's, that, this, the 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 blue light scene also with Keisha. That's hard. My girl from Bronx Tale is is killing too. But yeah, that movie movie what the movie looks like it was made by a music video director. I That's agree. what it looks like. Style it looks like it substance. was made by a music video director, in which it was like the dialogue, everything about that movie says, "Hey, I make music videos." I agree. That's true. That, I, I just want people to understand. Relax. Would you be here for a belly remake? Fuck no. What if they made it good? Like, what if they got like... You remember that? No, I don't. (laughs) I purposely forgot about that and everything associated with game. I told you my my attention span has expired for game. What if it was like a big dog director, like my man from uh, Creed, like he got him directing it, Ryan... Was it Coogler? Coogler, yeah. Yeah, what if they like really did put the bag behind it, the tribute to DMX and shit, like really made the movie right this time? I'll Not the same, that. like uh, just the same name. I want to be clear. Same name and premise. Got the you. script and all that shit is different, though. It's going to make sense this time. I'll fuck with that. No, I'll, I'll be here for that. that. Uh, you, got, you got Never Die Alone completely fucked up, though. That's the, the book? The Donald Goins joint. Flames. Is that the one where he was the tech mogul? Like he was like the tech billionaire? No. What was that? Never die alone. That might have been Cradle to the Grave. Uh, I don't know. But with Jet Lee or some shit like that? Yeah, Jet Lee was Cradle to the Grave. Exit Wounds was uh Steven Seagal and him. Yeah, I ain't watch it. Never Die Alone is fire though, nigga. Like Whatever. Bro, and it's, first of all, everybody needs to. For, number one, it released on my birthday. That's number one. That's automatically a classic. Number two, I have a very insane story when the police pulled guns out on us when we went to go try to see this movie, and I thought my life was going to end on my birthday. That's a whole other story. But when I finally did get to see it, I fucking loved it. It's based on a Donald Goins book. Many of his books were turned into movies. Uh, if you don't know Donald Goins, just look it up. He's pretty. He got he got some pretty dope books. Um, but that's a good movie, and I think it's somewhere. It's available somewhere to watch, man. It's real short, straight to the point. Y'all need to check that out. It's a sleeper. 
sleeper movie. It's worth watching. It's, especially if you're trying to get into DMX, you may be newer to the culture. You ain't really get to That's true. consume him as much as you should. Listen to that is dark and hell was and hell was hot. Yep. And then there was X and watch that movie. I can see that. And Flesh of My Flex, don't leave that out. Excuse me. That's what I meant. Flesh of My Flex. And uh, then there was X. You can leave that first one off. What? Yeah, you can leave that first one off. Man, get the fuck <laughs> You can leave the first one off. What's your favorite DMX song? Song? Oh, man, that's tough. I would go... I mean, it's probably slipping. Like, you can't... Like, even listening to slipping now is tough. That's default, like, though. You got to name another one, though. Yeah, no, no, that's G-Code. Um, I can tell you mine while you think. Yeah, do that. Cause I, Here we go again. Same, same old shit, shit, dog. Just, just a different day. <laughs> that shit banging. Here we go I again. I the shorting on the other day what is real. Yeah, that's that hard. My shit right there. I'm going to listen to that when we get through. That, that shit hard. Shit. That album is banging. I like that One More Road to Cross, too, though. One that shit hard. Cross, one he got some shit, man. He got a lot of he got a lot of heat, dog. That's <laughs> fucked up. Hey, that uh, story on there is nuts. I'm up at 6 a.m. to check this nigga. I know he yeah. and he was ripping. Ass. That's that one. That's that one right there. Is he what? Shorty getting high? I know he getting high because he ain't getting by. Man, he was ripping that, man. If somebody said DMX was on that Mount Rushmore, would you be mad about that? Yes. What if there was two Mount Rush? Could he be on the second Mount Rushmore? Mount Rushmore? DMX is he he was he had the benefit of being in the golden era of hip hop. We'll never see that again. What you and I were able to witness when DMX was hot, going yeah. in the Fifty Cent post Jay yeah. like Jay Z time. We, we will never see that again. So DMX had the benefit of that. So I say he's my second ballot Hall of Fame. That's, That's my that would be the metric. Yeah, he about second ballot. Like if 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 we're saying that Hall of Fame is what six entries and you do it once a year and the first six went through and then the next six came through. That's fair. DMX was on there, I would not be mad at that. That's yeah. No, I I, I can respect that. I can respect that. Third at the worst. Like that's at, at that's at worst. At worst. Uh, man, y'all let us know. <clears throat> let us know some of y'all favorite DMX stories, projects, songs, movies. The whole nine, man. Make sure you leave a comment at On Deck TV Podcast on Instagram or YouTube.com slash Realville. Leave some comments there as well. Let us know your favorite joint. Um, let's get to some wins and losses, man. This is our first time back in the saddle. We just didn't want to do one full singular topic episode. We haven't given y'all a podcast in a couple weeks. Didn't want to cheat you. So we're going to do some wins and some losses, man. Is this me or you? This is me. We got the first W going to your man's, the baby. He is holding a job fair for his record label, man. This was very, very dope, in my yes. opinion. Uh, I've always not wondered, but I've always, it, it's like a long You've always hated. Of, You've always hated you know, on the baby. On the baby? He yeah. ain't even worth it. And they think he's the best rapper in the game, which is laughable. I'm going to say that on two tracks that I heard. No idea what he's thinking. But I do love this, though. I do love this and him opening the door for people that want to to get into the music business, man. Like, it's hard to get into the music business with a reputable job where you're making money and getting connections if you don't already know somebody. So this this is fire to me. 
Man, people sleep on the baby. They talk about he going to be here today, going tomorrow. He can't switch his flow up, blah, 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 blah. I've said this a million times. He's got the it factor. And part of having the it factor is having the mind for doing things like this. His record company is Billion Dollar Baby Entertainment. They hosted a paid internship job fair in his hometown of Charlotte, dude. Like, this is brilliant. Like, why more people haven't done this, I don't know. But he is taking that record label thing really seriously. He did an interview with XXL with his roster. Like, he's taking it really serious, trying to get in a boss position. And I, that's the part that people left out when they talk about the baby. It's the it factor, and this is part of it. And this is happening quick, man. Like yeah. little baby talking about his artist and his label, That's the true. baby talking about art. Like I feel like these niggas just came out yesterday. God it's a new day. This shit happening quick, man. This shit did not used to happen back in the day. Nigga, niggas was rapping for ten albums before they got a record. Man, before they had the crew, and this is my nigga that I'm signing and shit. God damn. <laughs> uh, w to LeBron, your man is remaking the classic hip hop movie by Kid and Play House Party. Are you here for that? Man, you know what? I know people don't like to touch classic movies. And also, people are tired of rehashing classic uh-huh. movies and making sequels. We just heard that with Coming to America, which had mixed reviews. But no, this is cool. Fuck, fuck that. I'm here for this. I'm interested to see what this would look like. Do they keep it in the 80s or do they do this in a 2000s or 21st century style? I'm interested to see what they're doing, man. LeBron, his uh, media company does good work, though. They have some pretty solid TV shows, man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested got, to see what that is. Well, they got the shop. They got the shop. Survivor's Remorse was pretty good, too. Like, that was a oh, was it Showtime? Yeah, that was pretty good. Actually. Yeah, Showtime. Yeah. Or, and it's actually in syndication on BET now. I don't believe that. I so, don't like this. Um, I think LeBron James has enough clout, enough leeway, enough cachet in the game to – throw different ideas out there and them not work and it not be a dampening of his legacy. Like, bro, this is a layup. I don't want people to do layups. Get people with ideas, different ideas, opportunities. I'm not saying that he doesn't. Like, I man got a whole school. I'm nitpicking here. I'm going to see this when it comes out, but I really wish that LeBron James, of all people who can, like, he can try shit and fail, and he's still going to have a lot to fall back on. Try some new stuff, man. Don't make it just Space Jam 2 and House Party 5. Like, just try some new stuff. Like, Survivor's Remorse was great. There's some layups. Yeah, you, you can take you can mix the layups in with the threes though, man. Like that, that's all he's doing. Just mixing it up. True. That's fair. All right. Next we have a W2 Wale and YG both releasing brand collaborations this week. Wale going with WrestleMania, his Wale Mania, and YG with K Swiss and centered around his hood in Compton. Are you here for this? Man, I really like the YG collab, dude. And I can't believe I'm saying this. But the the Compton City um, Country, the Compton Country Club, that's hard. I fuck K-Swiss? with this. That's K-Swiss? dope. Who? K Swiss though. Yeah, obviously I'm not rocking no K Swisses, but I like the concept behind the, the the movement. I think that's cool because you don't associate country clubs with Compton, and you can. I think you can do a lot with that branding. And that, that's I, I fuck with that. I think that's that's pretty unique. The shoes I would never put on my feet. They can't make it to these size twelve and a halves ever. However, 
I still think it's cool. And it's smart to team up with a brand that needs somebody like YG. K-Swiss needs all the leverage they can get, so they probably overpaid for him. And if I'm YG, I'm taking that. Let me get that. I'm not. I ain't working with K-Swiss on no means. Shit. Well, I, I say that now. They come to me with a big check. I will be there. But I ain't never wore K-Swiss. If I'm YG, I'm not doing it. Me me Spike can't Blue, you see YG K-Swiss. doing it, though? Yes. That's what I'm saying. He'll wear some shit like it, though. Yes, he would. You're right. Yeah. Shout out to the country club memberships, man. I've been researching them, thinking about joining one. How much do you think that will run you? Is it a month or a year? You can do either. Hundred a month. That's fair. Yep. About twelve hundred. Twelve hundred a year. Mm. I thought it would be more expensive. Now, of course, that's like normal ones. I ain't talking about the big dog. Like you ain't talking about the Compton Country Clubs, goddamn. No, I ain't talking about the Compton Country Club or where they play the Masters at this weekend. <laughs> but, and lastly, we got an L to your man's gunner this past weekend. I'm not sure if it was down here in the A or not, but man, when you want to talk about getting to the money, he was a really getting to the money. Brinks truck did a hit and run, allegedly hit his Lambo and kept it moving on gunner. And he was highly upset <laughs> about this. Yeah, I don't, for one number one, I don't believe this. Um, but it sounds like a cool story. It just don't it sound like some here makeup, man. Nigga, that shit, nigga, Brinks truck done hit me, nigga. You know what I'm talking about? Nigga, can't nobody touch me but the Brinks truck. Like, stop, bro. Like, that sound like some nigga makeup. Ooh, that is some Atlanta cap right there, boy. That That's some that. strong Atlanta cap, nigga. On another, on another note, though, he is the one rapper I can think of right now off the top of my head who people fuck with, and I just do not get it. You know, there's always that one. You're like, yo, I don't get it. I don't get it with Gunner, bro. I can't get into his shit. I've tried on multiple occasions. That shit is. Some you don't think he can song. rap? You don't think he sound good? No, nah, I think his shit is trash. Really? <laughs> yeah, it don't do nothing for me, bro. Mm. Is there a rapper that people like that you like? I don't get it. Uh, yeah, the baby. Fuck out of here. <laughs> the baby. Hey. That's an easy answer. No, I know if I had to answer. Well, actually, no, I know why people like him because he can rap, but he gets a lot more fanfare than I would give him. That's your man's in uh, Dreamville. What's his name? J.I.D. J.I.D.? Yeah, J.I.D. get a lot of love, and I don't, I really don't understand. He's a good rapper. Does he? Though? I, don't, I don't think he's a superstar. Yeah, I got a lot of people talking about J.I.D. Mm. Yeah, a lot of different podcasts I listen to. They like, he's up next, and he's got diss tracks for everybody in the game. Like, nigga, so I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> I don't care, uh, nigga. <laughs> I don't want to hear that or a gun a line about getting hit by a Brinks truck. Um, on Decker of the Week, shout out to YouTube, man. Appreciate you guys hopping on there and making comments. 404 creators kept it short and to the point. Said, love what y'all are doing, end quote. Cool. We appreciate that, 404 creators. Keep doing your thing because it looks like you're creating as well. But we appreciate the love, though. Absolutely, man. We always appreciate the love. You guys also rate, comment, and like. Let us know how you feeling out there about the show. What do you have to put us on for the week, Animal Brown? I'm keeping it Disney Plus. I'm keeping it Marvel. Team Marvel over here, fresh off of WandaVision. That Falcon and Winter Soldier is cooking. I'm excited for what Marvel is doing on the small screen. I didn't think they could pull it off. I wasn't interested in any of these TV shows leading up to this. I was wrong. They're making me eat my words. This shit is fire. Kudos to Marvel. DC could never. How many episodes is it in though? It is on episode five this week, and it will be six total. Oh, okay. I can start binging it then. Easy. Are you even watching the fuck? No, you watch I stopped. WandaVision. I stopped watching after episode one. I binged WandaVision though. 
Oh, okay. I watched all of them when they came out. Did you finish the movie? Are you are you still watching the movies or you gave up? Yeah, I gave up. I'm out of there. Wow. I wasn't invested enough. Like, and I tell you why it wasn't that they were awful movies. The 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 universe just isn't in depth enough for me. Like, what I was asking you, like with Game of Thrones or uh, what's the shit to kill Marshall? a mocking Jay or whatever the fuck those movies. Oh, uh, Hunger are. Games. Yeah, like when you read the books and you do all the little YouTube shit, like it's different tribes and people, and like that's really really deep and that's fascinating to me. Marvel, I can't find all of that. You know, it ain't that shit exists though. Maybe I got to do more. I, I stopped at uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. I'm at the beginning of Gardens of the Galaxy. That shit is fire though. I didn't say it wasn't. I just haven't checked it out yet. My well, uh, put on. Wait, well, hold on though. Winter Soldier and what's name ain't gonna really make sense unless you see Captain America Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War. You got to see those for the shit really make sense. Oh, I've seen those. Oh, okay, just, you good. I'm yeah. watching in succession. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you had good. me. Yeah, you had me watch those Captain Americas. I know kind of like the the idea of what's going on and how he's retiring. He turned into spoiler alert. Turned into the old man and stuff. Yeah, yeah facts. But um, yeah, I mean, I I'm, I'm not giving up on it. I just took a little break. I have been. I'm trying to find some more uh, another good series to watch. Man, I can't find really nothing good. I tried to watch Jack Ryan. You ever tried to watch it? Nah, but I heard it was solid though. It ain't bad. I like Jim. He a dude from the office. Like he good. I like him as yeah. an actor. Uh, but my put on uh, over the weekend, the Masters tournament. Man, I was locked in. I watched all of it. I've never watched the whole golf tournament before. But my put on is that two K golf on uh, PlayStation Four. I got that over the weekend. Had the itch after watching the Masters, and it's pretty cool. Uh, you got to cut it down on easy though. Like if you ain't no avid golfer, like don't go try to play that shit even on medium, nigga. That shit fucking frustrating as hell but playing it on easy was pretty fun and i plan on getting into golf a lot more this season man so that 2k golf is going to help me get my bearings about me before i hit my country club visits man so uh step your ps game up man trade that four and get that five man welcome to the 21st as soon as they're available you got the digital version yeah i ain't know they had them for 3.99 i cop that if i can find it yeah tough they out like you can find them somewhere like hey, retail. You just Absolutely not. How <laughs> long before I could find a PlayStation? Uh, you have to just catch them slipping on a restock. They restock them pretty f- often. Air quote. They restock yeah. them more often than than they were last year. What do I look like online? Just like PlayStation Relots Best Buy something? Yeah, like IGN or certain Twitter accounts. They'll let you know when they drop. Co- yeah, you got a Costco account. Yes. They be dropping on Costco, though, and you can only be a member to get those, so they, those take longer to sell out mm. when they drop. You you got the digital or the other one? Digital. I'm getting that. Yeah, I get the digital one. Shout out to our guy, Sean Walsh. I know he's loving this video game talk right now, man. Rock City in the building. Uh, also put on to Snow School is back. Man, we took a week off for Easter. Didn't get to get that episode in. Scheduling was crazy, but we are back. You joined me on this one, man. You and I got to do our one-two thing on the latest episode, episode eight of Snowfall. Join us for Snow School, man. That episode is dropping now, actually. It's out. Absolutely, man. Again, support the real youtube.com slash realview uh patreon.com slash realview make sure you check out the latest movie reviews that we got up the latest album reviews the fsp they got sports content fresh and the average got fashion content patreon.com and that's where it's at man appreciate y'all for supporting the real until the next time we are out yeah